No, I'm not Kevin. What's the li- line? Hi, I'm Jack. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is good company in the car. You were right. <laughs> I hit the record button. Of course you <laughs> He's did. browbeating me to admit I that. I finally <laughs> did something right, and he wouldn't, and uh, I tried uh, to, and he finally uh, agreed. Uh, yeah, he said that uh, I did something right, but then he conveniently uh, did that on the uh, test track, so. Yes, well. Oh, I, well, I, I, you are right. You are right. It's little victories. Time. It's yeah. the little victories. You win the, you win the battle. I'll win the war. <laughs> That's the, that's the hill you're going to die on today, huh? Okay. All right. How are you? I'm fine. Pretty good. What I'm a beautiful a little, spring little day. It's a beautiful spring day. It's that weird, it's not cold, but it's not hot, but I'm kind of cold, but I'm not, but I'm kind of hot. But I would I'm think not. that this would be your sweet spot. Well, you know, really, agree, just it's 60, but, sunny, but, a little breeze. But it's a little underlying moist. Okay. So cold and damp, cold and moisture is colder than just plain cold. Oh, yeah, yeah. These cool, this is, yeah, but spring is inexorably on its way. Ooh. Right? Yeah, I have to throw those Ooh. big words in there, right? <laughs> Make That's sure that my diet. That's a $2 fitty word right there. <laughs> I Inexorably. What, what was I, that, I can never think of that thing you diagnosed me with, so I'm trying to live up to my diagnosis by Pathological using... Pathological liar? No, <laughs> that's not that. <laughs> we, the reason I just said that is because... We were talking about another cult. We've reached that age where it's like, oh, what's the term when you're a liar and you can't and help yourself? And I'm like, liar. and I could go all the way around it. I could go, I, I knew, I even said it started with P and I was going through P words, psychology, yeah. psychotic. No, Finally no, got no. it. And then like, I don't know, several minutes later, pathological liar. We were talking about a cult that was up in Westminster, Maryland, and the leader of it was a compulsive pathological liar. It was a, it was a, Banana story, but it, I, it was really weird. But maybe we'll, well get to it. We might get to it. I don't think I, I don't understand lying. I, okay, everybody tells little white yes. lies. Oh, you look nice. Oh, your mm-hmm. hair looks nice. Oh, that fits. Blah, that color blah, blah. looks good on you. Yeah, Have you color, lost yeah, weight? Yeah, yeah. Everybody says that, that. Dinner was I, delicious. Nobody, anybody who doesn't is, is a point blank bold faced liar. Right. But for you to tell an elaborate, I can't. I can't keep up. I can't keep up with the truth. Well, we've come across some really good liars over these shows and series. And I've known a few in my life, but you got to remember remember details. Because fictionalized memories don't last as long as if the actual event actually happened, you'll retell it correctly. If you've made it up, you'll leave details out. Right. you know, and that's another thing that a lot of times guys get or suspects get tripped up when they describe what happened precisely the same way every time. They've rehearsed the scenario. The guy who killed his wife in the shower, yeah, they and, all do. and every time they asked him, he used the exact so, same wording. So, in a, in a in a way, it would. I wish there was some way to test that for you to find a specific incident. So we're. I think we're going to try to fit. Okay, I have just come up with a thing right now on the spot. Okay. We are going to come up. No, no, no. We are going to come up with an event of some sort. You're going to come up with some event, some something. Okay. And I'm going to come up with an event. And we're going to interview each other. Okay. And I'm going to get as many. I want you. You're going to tell me the story. Okay. And I'm going to interview you and question you on a bunch of different things. Okay. 
and uh, we'll write up questions and everything, and then we'll we're going to give it some time, right? And then we're going to do it again, and then see what. So we're, we, this is going to can... be a thing. So this is so good company in the car. This won't happen for a couple months because I really want to do this. I, I I'm very curious about this. Okay. So we're going to come up with some uh, a personal event, and both you know Kevin's going to have to come I, up with. My, I, I'm going to I'm explaining it to the people. Yeah. And 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 we're going to interview each other and see if the details change. Okay. I hope I do really badly at it because I do not want to be acknowledged as a good liar. Well, no, but it's, I don't think that it's, I don't think that it's lying. Yeah. I think it's a, a fact of memory. Yeah. I've gotten into fights with people before where I'm like, no, I saw this and it, I was proven wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but that's what I know I saw. Uh, yeah. Memory is a very tricky thing. It I really know. is. Yeah, it's horrible. And when it goes, it's even trickier. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we're here to talk crime. I love these things. Now, I like these slightly older crimes that happened before all the technology where well, people get tracked by cell phones and security cameras. Because there's more detective work. And you like the characters. It. You and like the... I back in the 80s, these people, it's yeah. fresh television. Yeah. So the, 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 the detectives and the... And the, and the yeah, everybody's kind of a shoes, But I mean, modern, modern crime... It's just so much. It's electronically advanced, yeah. and yes. they frequently are solved very quickly or not at all. But back in the eighties and seventies and nineties, they could drag on for months, years, and then suddenly, or the new technology like DNA, when that right. showed up in the mid to late nineties, all of a sudden, all of these cases, and that's in um, the case today. That's actually. in several of the ones we've done. Yeah. Well, this one, it's our old buddy, Forensic Files. Forensic Files, season twelve. Season twelve, episode twenty. Episode. 20. And this one is called Smoking Out a Killer. And Smoking we'll get to it. Out a Killer. All right. Puff, puff, puff. Nice. <laughs> I, like I don't know. I don't smoke. <laughs> okay, Smoking better. Stroke. No, no, this would be better. This is, this, this is uh, a better okay. one. Smoking Out a Killer. Because <sighs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I just blew out my big puff of cigarette. And you're smoking a menthol? <laughs> I, was, I don't know. I don't know. That's disgusting. Okay, well, uh, okay. It's, this starts out, it's August 1981. We 1981. are in Carbondale in southern <laughs> Illinois. And I'm this in is two weeks, grade. two weeks before the fall semester is starting at Southern Illinois University, in the aforementioned Carbondale. Susan Shoemake, and I'm going to struggle, struggle with this, the whole thing. It's like they, they just got lazy and they didn't put the R on there. Susan Shoemaker. Well, that, Shoemaker. Uh, the way the word, the way the name is spelled, I yeah, it it, it, it doesn't like, sound like it should sound like that. No, it's Shoemaker, and it's like it's Shoemaker. I would say Shoemaker. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, on her way. She's a senior, and she is eager to complete her senior year at university. She's gotten there two weeks ahead of time. She's got a job at the college radio station, and we actually hear some audio from her uh, testing to get the job. Sue Shoemaker, section three, description, narration, and dialogue. So on August 17th, 1981, she left the studio and was headed to meet her friend for dinner. This was at about 6.30. Specific plans to meet someone. Yes. She never made it. So then her friend started calling, called her roommate. The roommate called their other friends. You know, have you ever noticed when you go on college campuses, yeah. a lot of them have like big wooded areas that yeah. the students cut through? Uh-huh. George Mason, it's just right over here in, mm-hmm. in Fairfax County. Oh, it's got a ton it of woods is, on it's it. Like, it's like a wood, it's like woods. And in a, you know, like. 
like assaults and things have gone on in there. They you know had it. To have. You oh, know it. Well, that's well allegedly. Yeah. But you know, but it's just that's really scary, and especially especially when it comes I mean, girl female, women yeah. women. You know, yeah. I always say girls, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful no, 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 manner. It's just our age group. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's our it's age true, group. But co-ed yeah. is even I think kind of dismissive. Oh, you know, they say that. A co-ed, yeah, it's like women were allowed to finally go to you know. Specifically, right. when you say right. co-ed, you're referring to a woman in college. But, but because men were you know so long it was just for men. But I know every every place I've ever been that where I've known someone has went to school college and I went to visit them or whatever there was always this oh we all cut down the scary mm-hmm. path you know and it looks like you know like caves and <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's I, and, and I and I know it's a matter of time saving and returning to the story. Okay, so the next day they contact the cops. They they went the whole night. She's a twenty one year old, maybe gone. You know, never missing. Or whatever. She had plans. Exactly. So the cops um, start talking to all her friends. They start talking to some guys that wanted to go out with her that she rebuffed, and then they start retracing her steps. That evening after nightfall, a cop walking the same path that she was taking the shortcut from the studio back to where she lived, and this is a path students yeah. use all the time sees where some brushes matted down and he goes in there and they find susan and she has been beaten strangled and sexually oh. assaulted and and especially for especially for a girl well for anybody but a girl just just so young and, she, and she, yeah she had, just a young and, and the pictures over it's heartbreaking yeah it was not the middle of the day now we get journalist andrea hahn here in a minute it wasn't the middle of the day it was 6 30 so things are kind of it winding up it, it was daylight it wasn't like noon but anyway go ahead andrea this was in the middle of the day that this happened and i think that really that was one of the more scary things to people is that it was so random. All right. So it is scary. It's not the middle of the day, but sun's out. So it is, it is. We, yeah. you are doing, and I'm not being mean, mm-hmm. but women, <laughs> women, you gotta, you gotta men, think that way. Men, men don't worry about that. No. Oh, I'm going to walk through. They're not going to think about yes. women have to worry about these. Yeah. Things. No, it was, it, and they asked around for witnesses. They interview everybody. So they now figure it's a stranger. They've, they've interviewed exhaustively within her circles, but the cops then get a big surprise. They learn that a contractor has hired a subcontractor to help build the new gymnasium on the other side of the campus. And <laughs> just, it's only a few hundred yards from the path. He was the suspect in two murders of university students five years earlier. What is going on in Carbondale? The, well, I the, ask you. This is the scary the part about this is, and I'm not trying to be demeaning to anybody who, mm-hmm. who is in uh, physical manual labor, because my father was a, huh? a contractor, but it is... It is hard to find good yeah. employees yeah. that show up and come to work. So I and think that I think people who have a harder past or a rougher, it is easier for them to find manual labor sure, jobs. Sure, sure. So I think they're a little more like, well, he's got this criminal record, yeah. but we'll, we'll allow. Yeah, yeah what, because he's going to carry brick. We get Detective Larry Hill, homicide retired, quite a lot. He was within three or four hundred yards. You got to remember, he's working on a campus where there are eight or nine thousand pretty girls walking around every day. The investigators of that day figured that if if a woman was raped and murdered, he's the one that did it. That other guy was Detective Eccles, and we will get to him a little later. So the suspect is John Paul Phillips, and John he Paul. is well known to the cops in Carbondale. And he looks for all the world like you know just an all American guy. Yes, yeah, all American, yeah, yeah, yeah. All American. And, the, he, Rich and, this, and this gets me. This this frustrates me so much. So he was known about town as kind of a hellion. I met him early in his life. He was a, a, had a terrible temper. I met him when he was perhaps 15 or 16 years old in a fight. He tried to beat some kid to death with a baseball bat. Yeah, so at 15, 16, he tried to bludgeon a kid to death with a bat. 
So I mean, what, what Kevin just said, shit. he is known to the police. Yeah. The police know him. And this dipshit is still out going and doing yeah, but stuff. I couldn't pin it. Well, th- this is what happened. Five years earlier, there was 21-year-old Teresa Clark was found, assaulted, stabbed, murdered in her apartment. Phillips lives just 100 feet away. This is a thing that I've seen over and over again because I watch all these damn crime shows. And, and I love them. It, and it goes, and I'm trying to remember there was a, oh, it was Silence of the Lambs. Oh, jeez. They, <laughs> they covet what they see. Yeah. So this guy who's living in the apartment. Now, now if you're a smart murderer, uh-huh. you're not going to murder someone who lives in your building. Yes. And, he and this dum-dum. Well, he got away with it because- Detective Hill said they worked that case hard, but they had nothing. DNA was sometimes 20, there's not evidence, but there, sometimes there was no there's fingerprints, not nothing. We worked that case to death. We didn't have any fingerprints. DNA was way in the future. We had no witnesses. We didn't have much of anything to go on. But we felt pretty comfortable that he might be our person. So then, two months later, after Teresa's killed, Kathleen McSherry is also murdered in a similar fashion in her apartment. And again, Phillips lived like two blocks away, and he's the primary suspect, but they just can't pin him. And from his pictures, from the way his pictures looked and stuff like that, he looked like the kind of guy who's kind of like, me? Not me. Yeah. Because like, he's got an all-American kind he of look He looks that way. Him. But they said that he had a red-hot temper, temper, and he's got a rap sheet. Well, they showed the picture of him yeah. in court where he flipped out and tried to beat up the... the they've got him, they're held, the cop. The, uh, well, they're carrying, oh, people are I thought that they it. were carrying him into court to be, but they he wouldn't cooperate and he's in a suit, <laughs> but they're literally carry, firemen carrying him in <laughs> and he's in manacles and all that so, stuff. So you're that hot-headed yeah. that you can, you know it's going to go bad when you go in there. You yeah. know it's going to go don't, bad. Don't, don't, don't. The cops have got you. Just, just. Always <laughs> be nice to the judge. Yeah, and always, always be, <laughs> be nice to the judge. Lie to the judge until the no, nice. No, never. No, 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 no. You bite your tongue. You never lie to the judge because they're going to find out. And if they find out, you're in some You were watching some doo-doo. Judge Judy earlier and well, you're getting did, off Well, on you know, I'm not going back in. No, I've been in front of a judge. It is not fun. So investigators get a break when at Susan's autopsy, and I, I'm just blown away by when they do this, they find two microscopic hairs that are not hers. And when they, they show the evidence and it's just two tiny little hairs that they found on her. And I just, that, that degree of detail that forensic investigators have to go through, I, they... they I yes, still well, don't understand. Uh, I thought hair, you could get DNA from hair. We're not hair. there yet. We're not there yet. Well, they, no, no, no. well, wait, no, no, no. I understand that. But I thought with, with hair, like if you had a string of hair, if it was cut or whatever, you could still get DNA from that hair. It has to be attached to a root for them to get DNA. So one of the, the hairs they found was a body hair. The other one was, of course, a pubic hair. And they uh, investigators ask Phillips if he'll give a sample. He willingly complies. This is 1981. They compare the samples visually. They're not similar. They I let Phillips go. I don't understand how they would not have matched in some manner. But they okay. didn't. I mean, they, were, they weren't from Phillips. We learned later. Right. They Ultimately, right. they weren't from Phillips. Right. Despite this, Susan's family are positive Phillips is the killer. And here's her brother, John. And they didn't take Phillips into custody at the time. They didn't arrest him or charge him, which I didn't understand at the time because I thought that they had enough reason to. So they just didn't have enough to arrest Phillips. John is like, why they let him go, I don't understand it. But they just didn't have anything on him. But... But evidence Phil- is different. Yeah. Every, you know, you Phillips have to is have a nightmare, evidence. and he dutifully, well, he goes to a state park, and well, he went out to the Devil's Kitchen Lake, spotted a young lady here and her her boyfriend uh, at one of the campgrounds, approached him with a gun. He went over to 
Carterville and, and kidnapped a girl too. So that audio is a little hard to hear, but he approached two campers, a couple that were camping with a gun and demanded something from them. And then he kidnapped a woman in another park. So anyway, they, they've got him for this and he's in the slammer. And this is what I said before. He is known to the police. Mm-hmm. He knows he's under investigation for something and he's going out he's, and he's still just, doing this just dumb a, shit. Yeah. And the other thing is that you know, he, he's got a big rap sheet that introduces bias. The cops are looking to try to fit him into the case. And you have to remember, you have to stick to the evidence just because you want the guy to have committed the crime. If the evidence says he didn't, he didn't, even though you, you want him to do the crime. And I'm shaking crime. my head. Yes. But these are the crimes he committed. The crimes mm-hmm. that were done are the types of crimes he committed. Yeah. But the evidence didn't, you know, uh, and he had an alibi. Uh, so uh, we're back to Susan's case. They find her backpack in a nearby Creek and it's missing her wallet on uh, her. Her friend said she usually had about 10 bucks with her. Then groundskeeper Willie finds a shaving kit that has a, a prescription for Daniel A. Wallison, and it is filled at the nearby Maynard Correctional Facility. Oh my Ladies goodness. and gentlemen, let's meet Wollison. Oh. 21-year-old Daniel Wollison was recently released from prison on a burglary charge. He was working as a handyman at every university has the quad. This was the quad apartment. Uh, the two yeah, colleges yeah. I went to, well, there's the quad. Things. It's, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a ubiquitous college yeah, yeah, term. Yeah. There's always I always a quad. thought the quad was the big square of grass in the center. It is. It is. Oh, okay. And everybody so, refers to So that they're as just the referring it to the quad apartments, yeah. even though it's nowhere near the. No, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. But so they've hired this guy. He's a convicted felon. He's out on parole. He is a handyman at a university. I just think that's a bad idea. Uh, a real bad idea. Again, he has access to keys. I agree with you, but it's a manual labor job, and finding someone who will do it is hard. Is you know, it, I'm not mm. demeaning hard work. That's not. I'm not saying anything bad about anybody who goes out and does this work for a living but it's someone who may have ha- have a past or something and this is the kind of work they can find so Willison claims that he has an alibi so the cops are like oh you do do ya and he's like yeah um Bill whatever they <laughs> spend the night looking for this guy and of course Bill doesn't exist so then they ask uh, Willison for a hair sample he gives them the hair sample they go back they compare it it's not a match the next day they go back to speak to Willison they get to his apartment and then there's this nonsense In his room, they found a torn note. Some of the pieces were in the toilet. The rest were in a trash can. It read almost like a suicide note. I don't know why it's always me. I know I can't handle prison again. I know everyone is better off this way. So this so-called suicide note, which is clearly planted by Wilson, he plant, he throw, rips it up, I, part of it in the toilet, part of it in the... He would have flushed the toilet, he would have burned it. You don't rip up your suicide note okay. and then throw it, and then he meant for the investigators to find it. Well, he's he wanted not them, the smartest. He's not I that smart. smart. But anyway, so he skipped town, right? They just let him go. Well, I don't they think... Know, they just let him go. They, they just, just go, let him huh, know. He's They didn't know where he went. But they didn't even make an effort to look for him. But how... In this time frame, though, how it's, it's nineteen. I mean, but they just—he's gone. So later on, when they, when we get to it later, they 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 find him pretty conveniently in a little a couple of years later when this when this case true, opens back up. True, but they also did the did the thing on the hair. They did the hair comparison. It, it didn't match, but they go back the next day. They right. find the stupid fake suicide note. He's gone. This is fit. You don't I, just let him go. I agree with you, but it's not like they could just get on a computer and go, "Where is he now?" and track his phone records and. His credit card I, I, I receipts. It's, it's, 
it's seem... a, it was a slightly different world in, in the I, 80s. Yes. In the early, right. early 80s. So yes. fake Phillips looks like real Phillips, the actor they got. He's pretty good. So now Phillips does what a lot of locked up idiots do, and he starts bragging to his cellmate, who's a citizen of the year, about the three murders he's committed. Phillips provided details about the murders of college students Kathleen McSherry and Teresa Clark, but also confessed to killing a third woman, a waitress, Joan Weatherall. But he never mentioned Susan Shoemake. If he's going to brag about three, why not four? He never mentioned Miss Shoemake, but the conventional wisdom back then was that he was responsible. So he talks about Kathleen, he talks about Teresa, and he talks about this waitress that they hadn't connected him to, but he never mentioned Susan. So so think about this. The guy is bragging about murdering this people. This happens all the time in jail. He's bra- But he completely doesn't mention the one person. Mm-hmm. And that is a very serious point of note. So that makes sense. Why would he talk about her if he did? Why wouldn't he talk and about her, And the one it, detective right? is even like, the one detective is like. It uh, doesn't make sense. He would have uh, yeah, said something. He would have, he'd have bragged about it. And this could. is when we get the picture of him being carried in in the snow when right. he's in, the cops are like just muscling him into oh. the thing. So still the conventional wisdom in Carbondale was Phillips killed Susan. So in 1986, Philip goes on trial for killing Teresa. I guess that was the stronger of the two cases. Right. And at the sentencing, he spoke to the jury and he was asked if he killed Susan. He said, well, I didn't kill her, but I hope she felt every bit of it. And the judge immediately sentenced him to death. And he went off to prison to on death row. What a piece yeah. of shit. I don't think the judge could have slammed the gavel down fast enough, and he gets the death sentence. Can you imagine being the family, and, and he says that? Well, but- No, 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 no. I mean, you need to be shocked with me. Oh, no, 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 yes. I'm, no, <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying that- What's the guy's name? Phillips? I'm saying that Phillips doesn't care. He Fuck doesn't. y'all. Fuck yeah. all y'all. Fuck all yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm, I don't care. I'm going, I'm, I know I'm going anyway. And, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do right now. I would love to have some little flowery music in the background if you yeah. can come up with that. Yeah. Hurt people. Hurt, hurt people. people. Right. 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 No defense, no excuse. No, thank you. But hurt people, hurt people. So sadly, he doesn't get the electric chair because he dies of a heart attack in prison at the age of 40. Now, that kind of blew me away a little bit. So, at 40, that's the pictures of him, the few pictures that we saw. He looked hale and hearty. (laughs) Well, now, see, I was going to say he looked like he was about to pop. Oh, okay. Stress. So, so I think maybe like he probably had some underlying health issues because he he wasn't skinny, mm-hmm. you know. Well, he wasn't fat. Well, but you no, know, but you could tell he he you know drinking, partying, okay. carrying All right, on. But still, and he did looked you little... see that cell with the bolted down stool yes. and everything? That's like a proper penitentiary yes. cell. That's what I like seeing that. So, so the idea that he had a heart attack at the age of forty yeah, is very pretty young. pretty wild. Yeah, understandably, Susan's family wanted some closure to all this, and you can understand why of course we thought that phillips was the murderer and he went to jail and he died in jail so my family consequently thought well this is done it's over he's dead we now learn that lieutenant paul eccles from earlier was susan's classmate back in college so this case was always kind of personal to him and he never felt that phillips was the killer phillips all three of his murders that he claimed responsibility for were at night and the the methods were similar stabbing and, yeah that's right and susan's was yeah. during the day and she was strangled and it just didn't it just didn't feel eccles didn't feel it was right there's that shot of carbondale with yes. the bright sun yes. and the snow yes. and for all i'm like jesus christ is that in oh, norwich is it upstate New York? It looked awful. <laughs> oh my God. Everything, everything cold and negative is Norwich. Yeah. 
<laughs> so the case has gone cold for Susan. Well, they still think Phillips did it, but Phillips hasn't done it. And in well, the no, year they, 2000, I thought that they believed he did it, and every and I thought everybody believed that he did it, though. So that even though that was well, they, they, there was still suspicion, but there was never proof. Okay, and, and so, so they never closed it. at two thousand. Yes. At two thousand, they get a new DNA process called PCR. You needed more of a biological sample with the earlier methods, as DNA is being refined. Right. Now it's a much smaller sample. Essentially, that process is just Xeroxing DNA. So we're just copying the specific portions of DNA that we're interested in analyzing. So that was Jennifer Andrews. She's a DNA analyst, and she knows her shit. Well, isn't it what Frank says? We're, we're just DNA flicking machines. They're flicking DNA oh, yeah, everywhere. That's funny, especially on the plane. <laughs> so it gets kind of confusing because they get the profile, but surprisingly, they don't have any of Philip's DNA on record. Uh, now you can, if you just get a relative's, a sample from a relative, right. you can say, oh, that was him. You know, the likelihood of it right. not being him is one in two trillion. So so if, if you had your DNA done and I had my DNA done... Mm-hmm. There is, they... Yours would be part alien. <laughs> Mine would be mostly Irish. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but my, what I'm trying to say is, is that there is, you said a trillion chances? Something like There's that. There's absolutely know. no way that they can look at those two and go, these two people are the slight, not, not, not the same, obviously, but I mean, like, they can tell that close with with uh, yes. family, yep. family, whatever yep. you call yep. it. If your okay. daughter, there is a one, one, one trillion chance that the donor of this DNA is not your mother. Okay, so no, no, no. But what I mean, what I understand that I'm not talking about immediate family, but, you know, it's one of those things like, oh, like Maury, like on the Maury show. Oh, well, oh they, we found out we were best friends our whole lives, and mm, turns out we're, we're cousins. cousins. Well, it's you kind know. of how they found out that Jack the Ripper, uh, a woman did. 23 and me or 21 right, yeah, right. In, in England and they pulled it up and they were they have DNA from the Jack the Ripper because they got it off one of his envelopes and they're like he's he and she was like yeah he was my great great grandfather he lived in the East End and he was a butcher from Poland and they're oh, like that's right. it so they're they're, they're like there's right. like a one in 200 million so chance. think about that like DNA they're gonna they're gonna use DNA to solve all this stuff like like if they had D if there was a way to trace it like to get like the idea that DNA could solve all these crimes is just it's, amazing. It does. So it's, what do you feel? It. So what backlog. do you feel? How do you feel about this? How do you feel about the 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 uh, DNA gathering panel things? So like you're an innocent citizen and you've never done anything wrong. Chances are somewhere in the world is a set of your fingerprints because you're a federal right. employee, right? Okay. So if, if the theory is is that you should not have a DNA panel anywhere. I th- I think I'm right on this. You you don't have a DNA. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. don't have a DNA panel either because this is a relatively new thing. But right. I have an arrest record. So, uh, because I have an arrest record, I have a mugshot and fingerprints and all that kind of stuff. But not DNA. But no DNA. But in in the current state of the world, people who are going in and being arrested for anything, I think are, are, I think, I could be wrong on this. I think it's for felonies. Oh, it only has to be felonies. I think think they have to be felony convictions. And then you're ended in Oh. I don't think misdemeanors. So these DNA panels that they're trying to put together, these, uh, these, not panels, uh, banks or whatever. Oh, ooh, good word. Ding, 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 ding. Good word. Another uh, one of those million-dollar words million of mine. Databases. <laughs> so that your DNA is going on record basically forever. Mm-hmm. So... I was just shocked that they didn't they didn't have a hair, you know, something from him, an envelope he left. That's or what I was asking about the hair thing. So, I no, 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 it's got to have a root. And they so had his hair sample. Hair, you cut it. When they took the samples from him and from Willison, they just snipped it. They didn't know that yeah, DNA was coming. So yeah. there's no. So later on, it gets confusing because yeah. they can get a DNA profile 
from the pubic hair and the body hair they found on Susan because there was root material to it. The two samples they took later, the cops took, Ovolison and Phillips, they just snipped hair. hair. They didn't realize there wasn't going to be any DNA. So that's why later when the case develops, you'll see it gets a little confusing. Why? Why can't you just use the sample you took? Because there's no root material on the the cops, what the cops gathered. Okay, I want to ask one more question about my whole DNA thing. So... Do you have you personally? Do you have a, a, an objection to being DNA paneled? No, I don't either. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to break the law. And if I, I do, well, I want them no, to catch me. Well, now you're <laughs> you're you're talking big. Well, but my uh, see, I don't have a I don't have no, a problem I don't have with that either. To it either. So, so isn't that interesting? Well, I mean, I think we're law-abiding citizens, and we're oh, hoping that for the most part. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So now the cops go through the elaborate process of digging Phillips's body up, and I'm calling bullshit on it. They show him digging it up with the backhoe and all that, and, and the, the next thing you see it going into a warehouse, and, and it's, it's showroom clean. new. That's Phillips. So that was just filled. B-roll or something. But, but actually, though, from, if you think about it, those caskets, if they were washed, they should. Well, why look, would they? I'm saying yeah. it was fake. Yeah, I, I noticed the exact. Oh, that's really funny that. You yeah. said that because I noticed that that casket looks brand new. I said that. So they were that. able to get some DNA from his marrow and it does not match. So they call the shoemakes and they tell them that it's not Phillips. I was angry at the time when this happened because, and probably on a subconscious level, because I felt we had closure it was done with. And I don't understand well, why they did that. Because they wanted to let them know that. They, so but, they're and, understandably they're upset, and I just think that. But they, that's what I don't understand. Why tell them unnecessarily bad news until you had a better story to tell them? I, I don't know. I would think. I think they did the right thing. We ran the sample. The sample we got off of Susan. It's not him. We're sorry to tell you that. We're going to keep looking for the bad guy. But, they did the exact the, right thing. I I don't disagree with it. However, they could have not told them for them to have maintain a peace of mind. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. You don't agree with me. I just got to look. <laughs> so apparently I'm wrong. That's okay. I was right earlier. <laughs> anyway. So suspicion swings back to Willison, uh, who they now find living in Michigan. See, they could find him now. Well, because and he's working years, in an auto salvage Many yard. years have changed. There's a computer records. It's I easier guess. to find people. And he didn't change his name or anything. Yeah, he's working in an auto salvage yard. Where is course, he working? Auto salvage yard. So what Michigan? kind of people work in auto salvage? Yeah, people, people with shitty backgrounds? Pe- well. Well, you can. Yeah, it's not no, a no, no. painting with a broad brush it is here. A, it is a manual labor job. It's a hard yeah, It's yeah, a yeah. hard job. I've gone to you pillet lots to, just to get parts for cars. Mm-hmm. It's hard work, okay. and, I, and I'm a big okay. marshmallow. Okay. So this guy is not a, a powder puff guy, but this is where he's choosing to work because he doesn't want to be, you know, he, he, he mm-hmm. wants to try to maintain uh, some sort of a low profile. He's divorced, of course, and he has one child, oh, yeah. and he is not cooperative with the police. Uh, investigators wanted well, a DNA sample, but he, he wouldn't give it. And the local courts wouldn't demand it, saying there's a lack of probable cause. And I'm like, lack of probable cause? What? What? How much do you need for probable cause? Well, he was never he was never arrested or had any problems with rape and or murder. His his arrests were burglary. Yeah, I so don't that, know. So probable cause, I actually understand that thought process, but well, you know. he doesn't have to give him a sample. Yeah. But the cops re- learned that he has recently sold his car, and this on a long shot they contact the guy who bought the car and they're like any chance there are cigarettes in the cigarette tray and they're like yeah there's full of them my friends throw their cigarettes out the window but here and it's just yeah, I don't know how many days he's had this car but the car is that's his first thing out of my 
mouth. You bought a car from somebody else and you didn't go and yeah. empty the ash. So they got all the cigarette butts they want. And we're back to Jennifer Andrew. What I gathered from speaking with the investigator in charge, there was a homicide about 20 years ago of a, a college student. And, you know, me being recently out of college, it, it was a little bit personal for me. And she's there she is snipping up the uh, the filters and uh, I would not cross her. She just looks like she's got she just looks like she's got her shit together good, across the board. Good. That's good at her job. So uh, a profile is generated of an unknown male. We kind of know who it is, right? But technically we don't know that it was his cigarette. So they send it to Illinois to see if it matches and of course it matches the sample from Susan's, Susan's body. body. So since the court now, even with all this, the cigarette butts from the car that he sold, they go back. I guess the Michigan courts are still like, no, we're not doing that. Or that's, I don't know if they're going to say that's illegally obtained. No, it's um, not. They, that's why they did illegally. They Lieutenant, said that. Lieutenant Eccles tries a, a, well, Eccles just lies to him. It was important for me to extract some type of information from him that would give me enough to get a, a arrest warrant. I gave him the story about the witness, which is not true. I tell him that there was a person that he worked with at the Quad Apartments who had stepped forward and had seen Daniel Wilson walking down a path behind Wright One carrying a yellow backpack during the evening that she was murdered. And I took it just a little bit further and told him that I had a fingerprint that it was identified to him from that backpack. And then immediately, without me saying a thing, he said, you know, I only I took $10 from that backpack. So it's great. He just says, you know, a witness has come forward now that you worked with, saw you on the trail, saw you with that backpack. And he's like, I, I only took $10 from the backpack that and is, that's all they needed. You can just hear the door shut when he says it. And I, I'm sha I'm shaking. I'm actually shaking my head because I'm like, you made it 20 years and they pull you into the confession room yeah. and you're like, oh no, I only took $10. You just didn't well, get it. It was Eccles. It was genius. He said, you know, a guy came forward and he said, we saw you with the bag and we saw this and he said i only took 10 bucks confirming the ten dollars that her friend said that she carried oh good lord so they, he was an opportunist yeah they speculate that as he was walking up the pass she walked by and just on a moment on a on a sinister whim he assaulted her took her stuff and took off so despite all this willison pleads not guilty but in march of 2006 almost 25 years 25 after susan's five he's convicted of first degree murder and given 40 years i don't get the 40 years thing convicted of first degree murder you get life right Oh, I don't, know. I don't know if it works like that. I don't, I don't know, know how that I, or, works. I, I don't know if that was a... He's and, convicted of first-degree murder and given 40 years. Was his first-degree murder charged, so he got 40 years? He got 40 years. Okay. I, I say maybe, maybe he took a bargain. Well, I don't think I don't it's know. always life with murder. I, I don't I, think. I don't be. know. I, I have no clue. Since then, the university has constructed a well-lighted... <laughs> You like that? Because, Overpass and named it in memory of Susan. And of course, I pointed that out to Kevin, the well-lighted, because I'm like, wouldn't it be well-lit? Yeah, you were really stuck on that. I was like, you know what? I think you're like a well-lit. Well, isn't well-lit past tense? A well-lighted pedestrian overpass. But it was well, a well-lit, well, well, they have constructed lit, a well-lighted, well-lit. Because well I am, this is I your, should know this. This but is I, totally your area, right? I think right. they're both correct. Probably. Well-lit sounds better. Well, lighted well, it sounds, sounds much better than well lighted, well lit, well lighted. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, yes, and of course, it goes over the area that sh that that path had gone through, and they it's quite elaborate. Yeah. Yes. Well, her brother says this. My wife had made the comment. She said, "You know, I wonder how much it costs to have one of these overpasses built." And I said, "I'll tell you what it costs. It costs one human life." 
And that's really poignant. And, you know, how much did it cost? It cost one person's life to get that yeah, thing built. It's so and it's a really, really elaborate overpass. And it was very touching that so many people, when he was finally convicted, went to where she was. T- and the, the, the one journalist was like, I thought I got there as soon as I heard the news right. and people were already leaving flowers, flowers and tributes. And, yes. and, you know, even 25 years later. That's And that's the terrible story. Now, I, I just did a couple of things. I know you did some research. Oh, research. I, the, the thing is, Carbondale in 1980 only had a little less than 27,000 people living there. So to have two murderers in a town that right, small right. operating that closely to isn't that absolutely terrifying and there are about 1500 undergraduates at the university there so it's a it's a really a college right, town right. but they, in That's that like town WVU. yeah like, but i mean th- there would be two people living that th- that that guy was working on a construction site right. that was a couple hundred yards from the path when the other guy phillips was right. working on the gym on the other side of town and, and they're well, both and the one the uh, reporter gal says something about that terrifying two that you would think in a small town yeah, like this yeah, that yeah. there's two homicidal maniacs that, walking around and of course, I just it I just shake my head because it's not it's so beyond my realm of thought. Uh, yeah, like, I, I, I'm really glad I can't relate. <laughs> I, I oh good because I always make the joke when I see somebody have something really nice. I always go, oh, I'm going to bonk them on the head. And yeah, take it. Take I say it. that all the time yeah. because that's my initial thought. But I would never actually do no, it. <laughs> that would happen to you if you went to any of uh, several dozen countries you always name. What you're like that's a bonk on the head country. I'm oh, going. I do say that. Yeah, that, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I want to go to I want to go to Hirazaka State. No. <laughs> No, 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 you that, won't even go to Mexico. <laughs> you have to tell me that you've never heard story. Mexico's heard the country you go to and your kidney, one of your kidneys, your kidneys gets stolen. I, I don't know. I think that was in Mexico the 90s. Oh, they cleaned it up. It's no. safe now. <laughs> it's safe as houses, as your they Your friend at the Elks told us, oh, yeah, you wouldn't do that in a Latin country. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 we're really painting it with a broad brush. No, I really, I, I'm just saying that if you don't, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I, I I think reasonable caution most places in the world. I agree with you, but I mean, there's some notable exceptions. There's there I'm, are I'm notable exceptions. Saudi Arabia. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it's it's just there. There's so many places. There's no God bless America. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, That's great. yeah, yeah. I yeah. There's places I want to go, but they're really yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, how about Japan? One of the lowest yeah, crime rates yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. then we'll go. I would be like a giant there, though. <laughs> yeah, they would love you. They oh, would yeah. love you there. The sumo culture. Sven next door told me that they were he was traveling and because he's like six two six uh-huh. three or something like that and he said the the uh I, I wish i could remember where he was but they the asian population kept approach well great wall i think it was on the great wall okay and they kept approaching him talking to him and trying to talk english with him yeah so at one point he was like i i'm not from america and he was like trying yeah. to speak it's just to get them to leave him alone he's swedish yeah because he's so tall and he's you know my yeah. friend john's daughter was in china for a couple of years she was trying to learn right fluent chinese because she wanted to work in the fashion industry right. and be a liaison with the manufacturers it didn't work out she has blonde toe toe headed right that blonde yes, blonde, blonde. Yes, yes. and she said people would just touch touch my walk head up, all the time her. just walk yeah, up and t- without her. asking we just got walk up stand next to her and get her picture she was like a celebrity just because of her That's blonde hilarious. hair but hilarious. anyway that was the tragic tale yes. of susan shoemaker i'm just gonna Shoemaker. say it i'm putting no. the r well, on there susan stop. You're- but uh, uh, unfor- you know, uh, her unfortunate circumstances, uh, the, the safety of others came out of it, and and this you can't get away. People don't do crimes. Don't do crime. Yeah, don't, don't do crime. Do crime. People. They, they, might, 
our podcast. Yes. Instead of doing your crime, just listen to us. Just listen to the podcast. <laughs> it's criminal. Exactly. Did we just come up with a new Oh, my ad? good Lord. I'm <laughs> smacking my forehead. Thanks. Thanks for All listening. All right. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Hey, don't forget to like, listen, and send to your friends and do those things you're supposed to do. Yes, thanks, guys. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. She's in love with me. Can't help it.